is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey, it's Kelsey. Two announcements really quick. First, we hate it when we have to do this, but due to some scheduling stuff and it's been a little bit insane, we are going to be taking a little bit of a break. We will be back with more episodes on April 3rd. Sorry, but it's just what we got to do. Second, this past week has been really exciting as Kimmy and I saw our fun little podcast about 30 Rock spend a decent amount of time towards the top of the top chart for comedy and Apple podcast. We have been excited and overwhelmed and incredibly thankful and also a little bit confused as to how this happened. So if you are one of our new listeners, we would love to hear from you. Our old listeners, we love you too, and we always love to hear from you. But if you're new, we'd love to hear how you heard about us. You can send us an email at talk30rocktome at gmail.com or tweet at us at talk30rocktome. We're not going to be recording, but we will definitely still be active on social media. If you're new, welcome. If you're old, we still love you. And I think that about does it for today. So hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. Two. Three, four. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Top 30 to me, it is great. Hello, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. That was a weird hello. And this is Talk 30 Rock to Me, our podcast all about 30 Rock, Tina Fey, Liz Lemon, Alec Baldwin, NBC. Just, just keep going. Just keep yeah, going. Uh, what uh, else? What else? Kenneth Parcell, Pages, NBC, New York. I already said NBC. We say the same um, things every week, but for some reason we get stuck every time. Every time. Like, what else is this show What about? else is on the show? Mm-hmm. Sketch comedy and TV shows and... All right, Kelsey, uh, this is no longer fun. All right, cool. Don Geist is dead. <laughs> but this is our, <laughs> our podcast where we talk about all things 30 Rock. We do. Mm-hmm. All those things mentioned get mentioned. Basically. Um, because we love that stuff. <laughs> Before we get Take started away, on this episode and we introduce what's going on today, just a reminder that we love it if you subscribe to us on all of your regular podcasting listening platforms. Mm-hmm. You can find us at Talk Theory Rock to Me. You should already be subscribed. But, but if, if you're not, not, this is your chance. But if you are, thanks. Yeah. Tell us, can, why. tell us why. We want feedback. <laughs> we do. We like constructive criticism. <laughs> and I mean, but also part of me says if you are dedicated enough that every single Tuesday you decide, all right, I'm going to go download their new episode and you haven't subscribed. Like, that's kind of impressive. I appreciate that. We're like on your list of what you do on Tuesday mornings. That's fair. Um, all right. We'll take it as a compliment. You should subscribe. But like, just to make we're flattered. easier for you. We're flattered. Thank yeah. you so much for all the work <laughs> you do. Someone who clearly does not exist. Right. <laughs> the one person. <laughs> one person who is not a real person. Um, You can also follow us on social media we love when we get reviews and all that stuff we'll send you a sticker yes we will leave a review email us at talk 30 rock to me at gmail.com got it right this time um and send us your address we'll send you a sticker and a note in the stickers are great kelsey designed them they're a lot are you looking for them right now you like look they're in my backpack that's behind (laughs) me oh yeah they're over there they're over there see them Mm, visual Um, jokes yeah it's great for a podcast platform um, if you buy things on Amazon, we love it when you use our link that you can find by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash talk30rocktome. Click support our artist and it will take you to Amazon. Some mm-hmm. place you've probably spent a lot of time and a lot of money. So much time. If money. you're about to buy something else, spend a lot of more time and more money. We love when you use our link because we get a kickback and we can buy fun new equipment for ourselves. Mm-hmm. For you. It really benefits you guys. 
voice. It's true. This it is really for does. your ears. Also, Kelsey, did you buy another printer this week on no, Amazon? I, I know, right? <laughs> um, did I talk? I think I talked last time where I bought the screen. I do need to buy. Former guest of the show, Michelle, is getting married in a month, so you can buy. And her, her bridal showers tomorrow, so you, and I need to buy her gift. Well, thank God for Prime. And she's well, and, and she's registered on Amazon. So, Michelle, I love you. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm. It is definitely the day before your bridal shower, <laughs> and I. Something to get your gift, but it's going to happen, and I'm really excited about it. And Amazon's the best, and you're going to use our, our and uh, I will link. use our link. Unlike me, who always forgets. Well, you know, what one of do? us loves the show more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not we're alone. Not alone. <laughs> we have the delightful Alicia Ketri here. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Alicia. I was so excited to have you. You are someone I've known for a while. Um, yes. You are a writer and a performer. You love comedy. That was the first. I remember showing up at the place we used to work and being so excited to find someone who loved comedy <laughs> have it like like twice as much as me and so you were a breath of fresh air in a very intense reality television yes. world <laughs> yeah i thought the same about you <laughs> it was a nice break oh it was delightful especially Absolutely. working in reality oh my god tv yeah it was a which is soul crushing it was soul crushing <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> we're both out of it so yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. it now dun, dun, dun. it's true also watch seeking sister wife on <laughs> tlc right now <laughs> that one was great that one whoo great times on that but that was um, a project. but so alicia and i have known each other for a while but alicia is a writer she uh, writes comedy she also performs does improv and we'll give you a chance to plug all that stuff but i was really excited to have you here because you're someone i always really enjoyed talking about comedy writing and approach and thoughts and this show is so specifically written it's so influential to people i was just excited to get to hear your thoughts and what jokes struck you and what you think is unique about the show so we're well, before that though i just want to know assuming you've watched 30 rock before oh yeah let's get into the nitty-gritty <laughs> It might, maybe it didn't influence you this is the only episode you've ever seen it, it will <laughs> we've had that happen a couple of times you uh we always ask our guests what their meet cute was with 30 rock like when was the first time that you ever watched it that you remember or just a profound moment from it that you think of when you think ah oh, 30 rock you know i actually cannot remember uh, it's been with you forever enough. we're yeah, the same i can't i know i know i didn't watch it like live like while mm. it was on weekly and none of it no, so I was in college when it came out, and I rarely had cable, but if I had, like, a roommate who did, like, my roommate in college, we would just watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. In <laughs> excellent choice, yeah. excellent choice. Yeah, or Roseanne. But then, like, people would start sending me that one, like, meme of, like, I already have a drink, but can I get mozzarella? Or would he buy me mozzarella? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I was, I guess I was very Liz Lemon- <laughs> Like I guess that that's a, what is that a move you've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's my focus. I went looking for mozzarella sticks, not men. Um, but yeah, I don't remember. I I think I definitely binged it and then was like, why have I not been watching this? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's so great. The thing that I love about it is the absurdity. Yes. Um, because I think, and I love like you know broadcast sitcoms that have a lot of heart and and that sort of thing but this one just like you can it's almost and has an animated rule to it Mm -hmm. you can do like whatever whatever you want and that is always as a writer exciting to remember because if you feel like oh I'm writing a joke and this is going too far this doesn't fit tonally you're just like oh I'm writing this I can do whatever I want (laughs) I have control today it's fine Yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah basically so yeah 
That's fun. We've had someone else talk about how the show, uh, a former guest, I think it was Will, right? Talk about the show functions like an animated show yeah, in a yeah. lot of ways because the way I think he was talking about Family Guy, how Family Guy does these cutbacks that are always right. really or flashbacks that are always really like just the punchline of a joke. Exactly. Um, but that's something I found I hadn't thought about that with the show until recently. And you do see it like the absurdity of these jokes and these things. They don't function in a real world, but they function in the world of 30 Rock. Yeah. And it never takes you off plot. Mm-hmm. at all they don't like go on they do it like just the right amount mm-hmm. so it's not like a tangent i like that no it's really really cool how they do it um they i that's my that's my favorite thing about the show i think every time you're in a moment and then they'll just throw you and it builds the world you're right you never you're never like getting thrown off from the it episode detract from what's actually happening they keep yeah. with it yeah um as we see i think in this episode with kenneth a lot so yes. oh my god <laughs> yes he's so wonderful <laughs> in it but well, as someone who is a writer, someone who likes writing comedy, what about the show? Do you like we talked a little bit about the animated style, obviously, but like what about the show kind of speaks to you as a writer? And what are the things that maybe you differ in? You differ in? Oh, no, I had a mimosa. You're now I'm going to use words uh-huh. wrong. <laughs> You've had half a mimosa. I know. That's all it takes. <laughs> it is definitely all it takes. Um, man. I already forgot what you asked. (laughs) I think as a writer, how does the show speak to you? We talked a little bit about the like freedom it offers, but. Oh yeah. I think the characters are so well developed. Mm -hmm. Like you, there's no way Jenna can say a Tracy line. There's no Mm -hmm. way Kenneth can say a Liz Lemon line. It's all very like true to character. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that can be, uh, not the case on Mm -hmm. some shows. Like, if you if you're writing and you like can just give a line to a different character because they haven't spoken in a while, then that's probably not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like just the I I'm not like a I wouldn't call myself like a hard joke writer. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't be on late night or something writing monologue jokes, but I am a I think I'm a good character mm-hmm. joke writer. So that's that's always inspired me in that way to see like a joke that if you just said it in like a vacuum, it wouldn't be funny. But because it's coming from a specific character who's been so developed, mm-hmm. then it's hilarious. I totally agree with that. And I think the show definitely, I think this show definitely specializes in it. And you're right. You literally, everyone, there's certain rhythms to different characters' jokes, which I have bored Kelsey endlessly with right. as I'll break down a Tracy joke. I'm like, this is a Tracy joke because of this And I'm thing. like, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but this is my issue with, um, now we're going to get into it. Are you ready? Go for this it. is my go issue with West Wing. It. You know why? Because this is, you can take a joke, any characters in West Wing, you can hand it to another character. Yeah, you can. It happens that episode. This is what I always reference. You're gonna bring out the pens. I'm gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about the Gilbert and Sullivan episode where the mm-hmm. entire office is arguing about which Gilbert and Sullivan musical they're all talking about. In what world does an entire office know the extended works of Gilbert and Sullivan? <laughs> I've never seen The West Wing, so I do not have a dog in this. This is one of her favorite shows that I like to pick on. I mean, I like West so Wing. My thing is that <laughs> you came in hot. Like, how do you like? Are you saying that you have never been in a room with your coworkers where you all just understood a reference when you're like, oh, we've all like you, you've all seen a show. You've all seen a movie that you can just make jokes like that. Like, yes, when it's friends, not when it's Gilbert and Sullivan. But those guys don't have time to be watching TV shows. They go to the theater with the president. Like, that's a thing. They go to the theater with the president. They do. It's a thing that happens more than once in that TV show. It's totally fine. I'm just picking on you because you get riled. And and I agree that there are definitely some situations where that is the case. I don't like it when you use that specific example. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I I think that there are definitely situations where you do get in those weird moments where all of a sudden you're like, oh, 
we all know what this is. Cool. We can make a funny joke about it. And maybe some of the people in the room are also just kind of like smiling along because they don't want to be the odd man left I've out. Definitely like, like I've definitely done that. That's fair. I've done that many times. And Sam Seaborn being able to make those jokes along with what's his face to do with the wicket rat. Like, I, those three knowing that stuff 100% makes sense to me completely. I do get that. They're very East Coast. Yeah. And- right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and other people just sitting there smiling and nodding head. I also believe that that. Uh, Donna was probably sitting there smiling and nodding her head along. Josh was kind of like, oh, I kind of get this, but maybe not really. But like Sam Ainsley and What's-His-Face, totally. I'm really Is mad it- that I don't remember What's-His-Face's name. <laughs> He's not a main character. He pops in like in two episodes. I do this a lot because she just gets riled and then uh, we end up on a West And I cannot tangent. wait for Sorkin to show up. <laughs> Oh, he's man. coming. He's coming. We're going to get a sort that Sorkin one soon. That's the thing. I was talking with a, with someone else recently and he was really frustrated by really stylized dialogue because it does that. It has a tendency when you have very like a Sorkin, mm-hmm. we have a very specific style. It does kind of white, not whitewash. What is the word I'm trying to say? But like wash over everyone where it makes everyone. Do you know what I'm? Hmm. Do you mean like the, the rhythm? Because it's yeah, because like everyone that. clues into it and it's really fun to watch, but it doesn't allow for as much uniqueness and character and speech, which 30 Rock is really cool because they have a tone. But you're right. Every character has a very specific voice. But also so does the West Wing. They all have like their each of those characters have stories and like, you know, like their relationships with their parents, and you know, where they went to college, you know, their love. Like they all have stories that are fair. Not. (laughs) I love that show. I know know you're like blushing. You love it so much. I know. I just do because I sit there and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I can tell you like my mom and I my mom. I love the West Wing. My mom was blessing a million times more than I do. They've, they've watched my, my parents have watched it longer than I have. And she was, we were, I was over at her house this week and she was talking about how she was watching an episode where oh, I can't remember what episode she was, but she was talking about something where she's seen this now easily 30 times. And she noticed something new and she, Oh, that it was, she didn't realize that throughout the entire episode, all of the characters were writing home to their parents. And she hadn't realized that before. And then at the end, she like noticed something funny that Dawn had done with like grabbing someone's beer that like they all, and in that scene, they're all riding home to their parents because they all have such different relationships with their parents. Like Sam's pissed at his dad because his dad has left his mom. Like he's writing him about that. And like CJ feels guilty because her dad has Alzheimer's and Josh's da- dad just died recently. So he's writing to his mom and he's talking about his shoes. Like they all have their own. St- I Give me your hand. <laughs> I respect your love of West Wing oh, so much. Passion is I making me want to watch it. It so is a really should. good show. <laughs> It's really fun too. I think I would say this is my. But I also understand for our West Wing podcast we're having right now. Yeah, uh, West Wing is really fun because you're watching a writer find his voice. Because Sorkin was oh always really good, but he's kind of not bad messy, Mm -hmm. but he's a little messy in West Wing. He like characters disappear for like thirteen episodes and then never. So he's learning himself to see him to all the way to like Social Network. That it's really fun to watch a writer find himself in that way. Okay, that's my argument for West Wing. (laughs) And um, I also know that you enjoy the West Wing, so I know you're not just like (laughs) screw the West Wing; it's the worst. Because I know that you've watched and you've enjoyed it. This is literally something I've been thinking about in writing: is the is the goal of having very stylized dialogue and like what what it achieves, but what it detracts in character. It's like something I've been chewing on, like just as someone who enjoys storytelling. I just want you to find a different example. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a conversation we've had before. I mean, I think it's similar on multicams as well. Mm-hmm. West Wing's a single cam, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because multicam has that like, da-da-da, da-da-da, da da applause, yeah. applause, laugh, mm-hmm. laugh, laugh. And so sometimes- they build up to the joke. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so it has, it kind of like falters in that, like, like, it, like you were saying, like it has successes because it can be a great joke, but it's also like- sometimes it's just getting the rhythm. You end mm-hmm. up like taking away from a character. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's confu- I don't understand what it I I think about multicams a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's I, a lot this year. There's a lot this there's year. There's a lot coming out this year. Yeah. yeah. Um and I think it's because of the success with 
Will and the Will and Grace reboot. Mm-hmm. I think so too. They're so much cheaper to make, and I know yep. that like sometimes uh, company or networks will take single, will buy single cams and then rewrite them mm-hmm. to multicam, oh. which I think is crazy. If you've never been a multicam writer and you like sell a single cam and yeah. then you have to change it, like it's such a, it's such a unique thing. Like I like when I was writing on Fuller House, like I had to figure out how to like like it took me a few weeks to understand the rhythm and how Mm -hmm. to like jump in yeah yeah no it is it's an entire different art form i i love i'm a sucker for multicams i really love i've been watching so much cheers though so i'm in like a (laughs) weird space well that's what i mean like cheers frazier Mm -hmm. roseanne those were all like i didn't see them as multicams Mm -hmm. you know they're just like hilarious shows and so i don't know like i don't know if there's been like a change because like i'm not a huge fan of a lot of multicams that are on right now mm-hmm. um and i don't know what the difference is yeah and that's why i try to analyze i was trying to, i was talking to someone about multicams about basically she was saying how she really hates the canned laughter which i get but uh, she was like oh yeah but the other shows didn't use those i was like no all those shows had live studio audience or canned laughter it's just you were laughing so you didn't hear it that's the thing you right. don't when it's a really good yeah. joke when it's a really good show you don't hear the studio audience laughing because you're laughing with it Right. And then also when single cam started getting success and they were making more of those, you got used to no laughter. Exactly. So then it can be kind of jarring. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's weird to watch a, a multicam and like hear the laughter. You're kind of like, that's weird. But when you're like, it's really cool when you're filming it mm-hmm. in front of a live studio audience because I have a theater background. Mm-hmm. So it's like you feed off the audience, you feed off the yeah. audience, the actors feed off the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, like if they're like you know, kind of down in rehearsal that week or something, the second they're in front of an audience, it's like they're 100%. Mm -hmm. And when your joke gets a big laugh from the audience, it's like, I mean, that's because I had done live comedy, like sketch comedy and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that I that's like one of my favorite things Mm -hmm. is to hear an actual laughter. Cool. I was just giving someone a talk. I think I was giving an argument for the multicam and I was just like, Desi Ornaz brought in the audience for <laughs> I Love Lucy and it changed television for all time. So Is that how it happened? Uh, yeah, he was the one I because I think the honeymooners didn't have an audience. I've heard I that think I think it was right I think the honeymooners the honeymooners are the first, but I think there were two cameras. I'm not hundred percent, but I think there were two cameras and I think it was uh camp laughter. And I think I Love Lucy brought in the three camera structure. I think I Love Lucy brought in the live studio audience. Wow. Um because the show is the greatest show of all yeah. time mm-hmm. and we have so yeah. much we can learn. Definitely. But this was fun. I never gonna talk about multicams this is a single cam podcast so single mic but single mic we're all just huddled around one microphone all right let's go into 30 30 let's do it 30 30 30 30 30 30 okay um i get 30 30 this week i've been building it up to you you might not like it so i'm just gonna say it paul lapel gave me a hug last week and it was a very beautiful why did you not call me (laughs) i'm sorry earlier i was like if tina Fey, you met tina Fey, i get a call on the way home same thing with paul lapel it was it was really really exciting she was on a really great show you called me when scott adsett showed up i know i should have done that I was it was working and I was really Dean distracted. Winters. Why? Or you I did me, I did text you after Dean Winters. That was Paula fun. Paula, you're like, eh. I, I you know what it was such a busy I was working. It was the All first right. of two shows, but uh there's a really good show at Nerdmail right now called Couples Therapy. I really like where it's basically this couple they'll talk about the relationship and then they bring in comedians and either their partner or comedians and their comedian's friend or a comedian and uh just really anyone in a relationship and they'll like to tell jokes and talk and it's really charming. Uh but Paula Pell and her girlfriend, um I cannot remember her name, but she's lovely. Came on the show oh, i want to say like janine Britton or something like that i i'm butchering it but they came on the show and they were delightful and paula was 
charming and I was trying very hard not to lose my mind because it's Paula Powell. She's infamous. She's in a good way. She's incredible. She's such a great writer. Um, So I was trying really hard to give space because, you know, you want to be cool. But basically on her way out, I was like, oh, you're great. And she said, oh, and she opened her arms for a hug. And I (laughs) went in and I took that hug and it was delightful sweetheart yeah what a kind thing to do to a random girl who works in a theater that you just did a show at (laughs) she made my night i ran over to my interns and i was like oh my god you guys you (laughs) will not believe what just happened to me and kimmy hasn't taken a shower since you haven't you guys i mean i I know you probably were gonna bring it up weren't you but now you know why how reasonable right. right that's awesome yeah, it was really fun. She's really delightful. The show's really good. So everyone come to Couples Therapy. It's once a month in her mouth. It's a good show. That's awesome. So it's very short, 30-30, but very exciting. It's a good 30-30. <laughs> That's awesome. I was real excited. So like slowly it. and surely checking off my uh, my 30 right? rock bucket list. Man, this is where you drop one of our business cards in her purse while you're hugging her. <laughs> I, I know someone was like, did you bring up the podcast? I was like, no. I, it's, I get no. it. No. moments are like, well, that's kind of. Because every time it comes up, people are very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, They're why? always like, why do you talk about the thing I worked on? For two years. <laughs> Ten years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, this is real weird. Yeah. This is real strange. It's okay. We love it. Yeah. So cool. that's my 30 that's 30. 30, 30. I, I like thought it. it was pretty good. Have you had s- either seen any shows with 30 Rock people or any movies by any of them or anything of late? Um, no, but I have been watching um, Will and Grace. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'm starting in the first season. Well done. And I noticed mm-hmm. that their address... I mentioned this. It's the same. Yeah. Wait, what is it? Seven digits off or something. It's It's like like 155 Riverside. Yeah, and she's 160. 160. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So they live on the same street. Yep, yep, yep. Why didn't that crossover (laughs) happen? It's like the same green awning, too. That's really cool. I I also started rewatching it when it came on Hulu before the reboot happened. And I had the same moment. I went, Riverside. And I'm like, is that the same yeah. as Liz's? And I, I'm like, oh no, like they're neighbors though. Yeah. Oh neighbors. my goodness, they are definitely neighbors, and I love that idea. Yeah. So very much. <laughs> so very much. And I just went Devin Banks to appear and like. <laughs> I mean, doesn't Alec Baldwin show up on Will and Grace uh-huh, at some he point? Dates, he dates Grace for a while. You there to that point? No. God, Alec Baldwin pops up at some point. Cool. All right. Very I cool. try and like, and and when I go through my, like my binges and stuff, and I'm like, oh, it's a character. I try and only use the show once as my thirty thirty. So I like mention Alec Baldwin. And, like last week, I did ER because um, somebody showed up. Someone showed up. He told us, but I can't remember. Yeah, who. I can't remember. Somebody showed up from Thirty Rock in it, and I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm only gonna do this once, but I'm definitely still well in my ER binge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless Hulu and then bringing back everything. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll hit Will and Grace when I finish Cheers in two years. In oh my god. So I'm only in season four of Cheers right now cheers is one that i haven't binged yet oh it's such a delight yeah it brings me like an insane amount of joy it's should just do, so okay. warm should i do cheers first or seinfeld uh i think i don't know i don't know what you'll like more mm. i really can't speak to that all right i, I would say seinfeld okay i'll say watch seinfeld i think probably you'll like just that so more. That we can stop having that argument yeah oh gosh <laughs> i know like the oh like the four people who listen to this regularly just went, oh no, yeah, I know. oh no, going into that. <laughs> it was like a good ten minute argument in one episode. You guys that was like already had your fight. Today. I know we already <laughs> fought. So. Right, right. We're, We're a happily like, married couple. <laughs> it's just what a marriage looks like. Uh, I hope some my give marriage is just arguing about TV shows. <laughs> yeah, that's that the, the dream. Marriage. That's the dream. That's what we all want. <laughs> All right, Kelsey, why don't you lead us into Floyd? Let's do it. Uh, Season four, episode 16, Floyd. Air date was March 25th, 2010. Director was Millicent Shelton. Uh, This is her, I think, only episode of 30 Rock. 
Um, she has also done since then. She's in five episodes of Blackish, an episode of Scandal, Switch to Birth, Parenthood, Go On, Awkward, and a Parks and Rec episode, The Camel, when they've got the when they're making their own. Um, what are those things on the wall called? Mural. Mural. Yeah, when they're making murals, and the whole thing with like the hamster wheel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're right. That. And then oh, yeah, this, that episode. That's yeah. like season two, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, because what's Mark Brandanowitz still in it? And Paula Pell was the writer on this episode. Mm-hmm. And this is her an first 30, 30. episode that she, I know, right? I was like, mm, on point. And <laughs> this is her first episode that she's been on as an actress before, but she has not been the writer of an episode yet. Big wed car. Big wed call. I think about that all the time. My kids call big wed car. I know I haven't really been in the mood since my mom died. So like, <laughs> oh, Paula. <laughs> That joke is so sad. It's so oh, sad. Everything about Pete's life, man. Everything, yeah. My first thing is a Pete thing. But anyway. Um, my recap that I also didn't write for this episode. So take us away. Just like wing it. Oh, let's see what's going on. So Tracy and Jonathan Kenneth is trying to kill him. Slash. Um, that's, that's a big part of it. Liz. Do they think he's trying to kill them or do they think... No, he's, they have to kill him. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, he's, he's not trying to kill them. He's seducing them yeah. in their dreams. He is seducing. <laughs> see, I'm failing today. Um and let's see what else is going on. Danny and Jack are getting back at the pranksmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I love that pairing. The Silver Panthers. Very very much. And Floyd is in town, and it's causing Liz to have some feelings. This episode hurts. It does. This episode is painful moments. It's so good. I. Oh. Man, I was very mad at Liz in our last episode. I'm mad at Floyd in this episode, but we can talk about that. It's such a dick. Right? I wrote that, I think, three times. Oh, he's a dick. I like that they make him a dick. Like, he was such a nice guy for so much of the show. Well, and like, and then at this point, they were great like. for the first nine minutes of the episode. You're like, oh, they're gonna, And then you're like, he what? <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Liz. I get it. You should be indignant and you should be annoyed. And, um, oh, man. Okay. So this episode opens up, though, with Jenna and Liz. Oh, wait. Yeah. We'll talk about the opening. Jenna and Liz talking and Liz is going on a breakfast date, which mm-hmm. unless I really like you, that is not happening. <laughs> but she met him on uh, K-Date, which is the dating section of the Craft yeah. Foods website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good joke. And I don't has, think I was paying attention right then. So I missed it. he has a pet it. cockatoo named Arliss. <laughs> And then we, it's just such a quick cold open. And then you get uh, Kenneth saying, a Mr. DeBarber called. Seriously? A Mr. DeBarber called. Yeah, that's so good. It's such a good joke. So stupid. Um, and Jenna in the moment is like, the universe isn't just going to hand you things. And then when that happens, she's like, okay, universe, send me a white football player. Uh, no kickers or linemen. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, she's such trouble. Oh, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. And that's a good cold open, though. Yeah, it's very, it's short and sweet. Yeah, very and fast. A lot of good funny. jokes. And I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which storyline should we talk about first? Your call. Okay. Let's talk about Jack and Danny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the Pranksmen. And the Pranksmen. So we find out that Danny is nominated for a Juno, which is a Canadian Grammy. <laughs> which I watched that uh, song when they uh, flash back to the song like three times because I could not understand Yeah, anything. what is he saying? And then I finally put the captions on and I still can't tell you. It was like Scova Nosha. <laughs> Well, because Nova Scotia it, it, Bank is the arena. Right, right, yeah, right. So, and I almost wrote down the lyrics, but I didn't. But <laughs> Why didn't you? I you know, always I do. Almost, always so do. like happy so, hockey face. I was very tired. <laughs> um, but in an interview with the New York Times, Cheyenne Jackson revealed that the song he sings in their episode was composed by Jeff Richmond. We love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and said that the song was actually a little 
longer and that they shot a whole music video to accompany it where oh my is gosh. it i don't know but i was like what didn't they release the songs of 30 rock at some point and is this part of it i don't know if that's one of the is that like an actual thing or is that someone on youtube uh, having fun you know i think because i read later on too they that so many songs on the show they're so good the song that liz sings liz sings a song at one point is that in this episode where liz like is saying you know, the Criss Cross song or something, right? Doesn't she mention that in this episode? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So apparently Criss Cross. So I read something that said like on the soundtrack that like, Criss Cross sings the song. <laughs> um, so I'd have to look that up. But oh. I just know that they, I thought they released an album that had like Werewolf Bar Mitzvah they because do, there's an I actual two minute version of Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, really I do love. have that. Um, <laughs> if you spell 30 Rock wrong, it brings up a bunch of Russian songs. <laughs> <laughs> that is not 30 Rock original television debut. We've got... There's 31 songs on here. Dear Lord. Wow. They write. Um, and that thing is, I bet there's a lot that are on there, too. They write so many songs on the show. Yeah. Tennis Night. So we literally Boy. just, oh, yeah. Tennis, tennis night. night. Tennis Night in America. Get your beers. Get your buds. <laughs> it's Meet so good. Donnie, Spanx, Dirty 30s, Boys in Gayland, My Funny Valentine, Jack and Four, Restaurant, Snowy Night, Light of... I don't know half of these. Yeah, me, me neither. neither. We got lost. That's the first I, couple I, I got this lost. This came out in 2010, so it should have... The America Song and the Mob. I don't oh, know. Oh, Lemons Theme, Christopher Cross and Tina Fey. <laughs> person, and I don't like a lot of people, but I liked Floyd. Oh. And I guess in the back of my mind, I thought we'd end up together someday. That, you know, the whole thing would turn out like a movie where Christopher Cross sings a song like, All my days I've been waiting for you to come back home. In the morning the reverb. of New York I'm not gonna play the whole thing right now. This this isn't a real song. No. (laughs) But then he wrote a song. He performed a song for something that didn't make it on television. That just ended up on this rando soundtrack. I thought she was singing a real song. I kind of did too because it sounded like a real song. Yeah, it's called Lemon's Theme. So I like how melancholy it is. She's pretty. She loses herself as she's singing. That is so fantastic. Oh my goodness. Anyway, (laughs) that's the sort of divergence I really enjoy. That was man. That was. I'm glad you were like. Wasn't there a CD? It was. Um, oh, they also have the full version of Danny Boy with Cheyenne Jackson. Mm, I, I bet that's actually very beautiful. It probably is. He's, his singing. We could talk about the f- fact that the song makes no sense, but his singing is excellent. <laughs> it's God bless that yes, man. It's so he true. deserves that Juno with Sir Dave Coulier. <laughs> yeah, Sir Dave <laughs> Coulier. No, well, I think I it's just the idea that in Canada. Why did I ask that? <laughs> but I like the idea that in Canada he is. Oh, I well, see. <laughs> this made me laugh because have you got, on on How I Met Your Mother? There's like this whole Robin Sparkle storyline and like who, P.S. I love you and who's P.S. and they're like going basically all the Canadian stars and like is she writing it about you? She it ends up being Paul Schaefer, but Dave Coulier keeps going like it's not me. I don't know why you all think it's me. And well, it's dude, you know that's referencing um, you're so vain. It's you're so vain, right? The Alanis Morissette song. No, that's like... Or what's... The, there's a song where she... One of the songs she said... Alanis Morissette sang a song that was like infamously about Dave Coulier. Oh, um... What song is that? Oh, my God. Now we're just going to have to Google it again. I don't want you to Google it because I think I can't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? I want you to know that one. Yes. No, you're right. I just can't remember what it's called. Happy for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I can't remember the, the Kelsey, are you getting it for us? You ought to know. You, you ought to know. know. Yep, is about Dave, Dave Coulier. Coulier. So that's why they but made Dave that Coulier joke. Dave Coulier denies it. They will, it'll just like he does with Robin Sparkles. That is amazing. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, backstory. Ba-boom. It's just really funny. It's become this urban legend so many years mm. after the fact. Oh, man. <laughs> I really love this Jack-Danny dynamic. I'm glad we get it again. We got it a couple episodes yes. ago. They're really charming together. I love that they both know what the most handsome animal is on the dot. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, the which silver is the silver panther. panther. Which isn't that what... Oh, silver fox. I'm like, what do they call like um, Anderson Cooper? Silver fox. Yeah, the silver fox. Not the silver panther. We also get a hint that I love this idea that Jack and Lutz have like this bitter rivalry. The way he says Lutz's name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know anyone's name. but Lutz. <laughs> yeah the black one and, and i like when he cracks up at his like dartmouth burn <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's so proud yeah of he's, like, <laughs> he's so proud of himself yeah. show is so east coast it's not even oh funny and this another situation of we should have a whole thing about let's sexuality it's a let's gay again him <laughs> going for that kiss he yeah. really he took the advantage mouth, of the mouth, mo- like, oh yeah yeah he took advantage of that situation he really likes it danny's but very handsome earlier in the day he makes the comment where he's like what if we make him kiss me which is funny because i'm not gay like, <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the most friends i've ever had <laughs> he's just so sad Poor in so Lutz. many ways i love that character um but yeah so danny is getting interviewed by the new york times and the guys decide to kind of have some fun with him and uh, just I don't. He, he I, what is it? He's like, I think I really screwed up with a female page. Don't worry, they disappear all the time. Oh God, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the article, I know, right? Up, it ends up saying that Danny said that Liz kidnapped a Swedish old pair to have. As a no, kid. no, that was not. That was Jenna. Jenna kidnapped a Swedish old pair. Did I? What as did a, did you I say said Tracy? you said Liz. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the line ahead time. That Liz banged her way to the middle. Sorry. <laughs> line ahead. That's such a bean <laughs> burn. Middle. Right. Um, that Jenna can have to switch up hair to have as a hair farm. That's a good burn, too. And Tracy was clean and articulate. I would <laughs> never say that. Yes. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> um, yeah. So now they're going to work together to really have fun with the guys, basically, with the pranksmen. <laughs> and they end up doing the whole anthrax sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Field. Mm-hmm. Mom- Clover, there's a cloverfield monster <laughs> yep. in the building yeah that's that's when it gets so crazy but they still the commitment to like them believing that it's true it's like yeah clearly <laughs> this is not real <laughs> come on guys and then just jack walking in with all of the women the yes. dancers the dancers i just love that the world that this because they're all in 30 rock like and a lot of this was obviously filmed at 30 rock they're able to use lester holt for this joke they yes. like go like they can yes. go film with lester holt for 10 minutes and get him to say these lines yeah be like it's the same how rest development always had that one news anchor from fox and he always reported all the news about gob bluth oh, that's my favorite yeah. it's just like that slight inbreeding of the networks helping each other out it's yeah. so funny to me um it makes it valid gosh oh it was, okay so let me get this this is like gomar girls that when they're walking out of the room jack ends up yelling uh circulus at pruna for was it twig and plums again it's the heck. it's just all east coast nonsense yeah, but that's, <laughs> in in gilmore girls that's where she learns about the life and death brigade mm-hmm. as they ran out saying in omnia paratus i was like oh, yep. look at that oh. um yeah <laughs> east coast nonsense yeah more east coast nonsense <laughs> absolutely so they end up researching it or twofer does realize that that's a secret a secret club at princeton and frank is like on it which we get the twig and berries before don't we I don't think so. No, is this the first time? Because they come up later. It comes up for sure in the um, episode with uh, Queen of Jordan. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe, but yeah, this is the first time we've seen it, though, I think. Oh, I, okay. I think seen it it's such this. a terrible name for a club. <laughs> Twig and Twig Plums. Plums. Twig and Plums. That's it. Not yeah. berries. <laughs> Same thing. Oh Twig <laughs> Gross. And oh, so- yeah. That was the line. I crossed the line with that joke. <laughs> I wasn't doing what they were doing. So Frank runs into a business meeting, says... He says twigs and plums. Twig, and plums. plums. Yeah, yeah, and he has to leave the room immediately. But not just leave the room; he has to make up an excuse for it. That is my favorite part yeah. of this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's just every excuse. I don't know why, but I like cracked up. Like Chris was like, "Wow, you really enjoyed that." When he was like, <laughs> "I have a veterinary appointment." <laughs> Because it's like, well, who has a why is it not a doctor? I mean, like, it's just so stupid and it, like yeah. cute. <laughs> like he has a little puppy he has to go take care of. It reminds me of like on The Office when Aaron used to have to make up and, and Pam had to make up excuses from Michael while he couldn't come to the phone. Like he has a colonoscopy, which is like they would or like he has to go do it. And imper- they just always have these really funny, like horrible excuses for something. Yeah. I also love that, like really shoddy Don- Donald Rumsfeld footage. They just clearly yeah. dubbed over. <laughs> oh, I have to, uh, I have to go. Like a concert? <laughs> concert. Oh, tickets to, uh, well, what band was it? It was something ridiculous. Was something, too. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was something still slightly embarrassing and funny. It was just so great. It was such a choice. The way they dealt with the Bush administration on the show makes me very happy. I love it. It's so funny. Oh, what a different time. Um, so to get back at them now, the guys get an envelope that has a little mini CD in it. Dear Lord, this is so great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it, it, it's just it's just so well done. Uh, it's just a video of Jack sitting on a bed somewhere and Frank realizes, oh, that's my mom's bed. Um, <laughs> and just basically like this is what's going to happen. I if just you love guys. Jack. You all have moms. <laughs> <laughs> and just Frank's like, stand down, Pranksman. Stand down. Yeah. Like, nope, this is I was hoping, happening. I couldn't remember if we get another Patty Lapone drop in though because I freaking yeah. love her as Frank's mom. She's so funny. We don't get her, I think, until no. the mothers. No, we don't get her for a minute. But And then we'll get her later on too. Mm-hmm. And we have her before with mm-hmm. the We've had her at least before, yeah. But I just love her as his mother and I was really hoping we get some Jack Patty Lapone action. I was disappointed <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> it makes me laugh. And then Danny, just like the weirdness of having Danny there too. <laughs> She's nice. She, your mom gives good hugs. Hug. Gives hugs. There we go, there we go, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, those two are great together. It's so great. So great. That's just the magic of the show. They're really good at just c- combining the different characters in different ways. And it's almost always magic. People yeah, are so but- interesting. They're such good foils. Like whenever they put uh, Ken and Jack together is always mm-hmm, absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or when they put uh, ja- uh, pretty much Jack with anyone's. Well, and Tracy and Janet together. Is always oh, cool too. Those, they're great. <laughs> As in this episode. As in this episode. You want to transition that way? That was my segue. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> sure. Take us away. So in this episode, Tracy and Jenna, what does it start with? Oh, oh, that they have because Danny is getting this New York Times article. Pete wants to keep them occupied so they're not seeing what's happening and jealous. So they're having to spend 12 hours getting their faces plastered (laughs) with tiny straws poking out. Gross. (laughs) It's so funny. And you just get Kenneth talking. And when Kenneth talks, you just get some gold stuff um he's so wonderful it almost makes me wonder if they like had kenneth lines like that didn't make it into episodes and they were just like this is the perfect opportunity (laughs) to throw them all in i keep them on note cards in the room yeah i don't know if he's an improviser he must because he does he does facebook over at ucb oh so so i was curious i'm like how many of these are written and how many did he just do off the cuff right you know because they always have that infamous Parks and Rec thing where Chris Pratt, when Leslie Nope yes. was sick, he's like, uh, Leslie, I typed in your symptoms and um, what comes yes. up is network connectivity error. I love that joke so It's so 
great. And Sure always talks about it. He's like, damn you, you came up with the, you improv the best joke in the show yeah, ever. Yeah, I heard that. Or there's the joke where uh, they're talking about, oh, where he's like talking about Putin and he's like Voldemort Putin or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> but a bit, McBrayer is such a great improver. I wonder, I, I'd be curious how many of these jokes were like that for him. Yeah. Right. It'd be really I wouldn't fun. be surprised. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, so you get a couple of things that he's talking about old Gus, who was a fish, but the only way to catch old Gus was, was a piece of old Gus. And how did you get Gus, <laughs> Gus the original time? Oh, man. Or That's like, a story for another time. Yeah. Right, right now. now. <laughs> and then, so if my grandpa had never gotten on the train that day, he would have never met his wife's murderer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wonder what Hawaii state court. Do you remember when like state court, when that was such a thing that everyone was like, the new ones are coming out and we got to collect all 50 of them. And all that stuff. It's like this uh, idea of him starting to list tropical fruit. I know. Pineapple. Banana. And you just see like Tracy and Jenna just like itching in the background yeah. basically just trying to get out of there. Um, but so because they've just... Ha- oh, and then... <laughs> Space, 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 yeah. space, space. My autobiography. I'm going to read this the only way I know how. Or like the most normal way. I don't, can't remember what it is. It's such so a funny. weird joke. And they take a hot sec to get you there. And then it's so worth it. <laughs> so because uh, Kenneth's mouth has just been going off for hours, Jenna and Tracy now have Kenneth in their brain and in their dreams. Erotic dreams. In their yeah. erotic dreams. And it's just a struggle. Um... And you just get them trying to figure out how do we, they can't fall asleep because he keeps popping up, but you get all the, anytime Jack McBrayer dances in this show, it just it's a gift to the so internet happy. is what it is. Oh, the mm. gifts. I've seen you send those gifts multiple <laughs> times. Many times I do that when people like, yeah, <laughs> people just get the Twitter replies of like Jack McBrayer just dancing in the office and it's my favorite thing <laughs> in the entire world. His pants just fall off. I know. It's like, it's like magic. They just come off. <laughs> Barbecue? <laughs> or, or me? me. <laughs> Um, and so Tracy and Jenna realize that they need to Elm Street this, that they need to kill Tracy in his in their dreams in order to right. make this stop happening, which they get around to doing that, but it's not actually a dream. Um, but I do like that we learn that Tracy can tell it's not a dream because his teeth are loose. Yeah. Because, <laughs> of course, in the dream, you would have perfect teeth, I guess. So you oh, no. worry about that. No, that's a... I thought that's a... See, this is another no, fun no, moment. No, We're going to do this. Um, I thought it was a joke because people... It's a common dream for your teeth to fall out in your dream. It's usually a sign of insecurity about some physical aspect. Yeah. It's like oh. a common thing. So for him, to, that's something in your, in your dreams, your teeth are loose or falling right. out. So for him to say that in real life is funny. It's a twist. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. You've never had a dream where your teeth fall out? No. I've had it. Oh my God. I have them like once a week. What? I've had them too. More commonly, I have dreams that my arms fall off, which is a whole thing. I've never so. had that, that one. one. If it's I have dreams tonight with either of those things <laughs> happening, I will haunt your dreams. I'd be both a very secure person. <laughs> I know, seriously. Hopefully, Dang. you just dream about Kenneth dancing. That's, <laughs> that's what we all want. Oh, my God. Those are the worst dreams. Mm-hmm. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that was a thing. You're Count yourself lucky. I know. Oh, it's shit. not a fun dream. No. <laughs> Glad you found the wood in this apartment. <laughs> it's not much. I'm we not done with it. I can't see it. Real life situations now. Yeah. My poor Kelsey. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sad. I didn't realize. I thought you knew this. I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah. It's like oh, a, a con- it's still like, made you laugh. So that's what matters. <laughs> now it makes me cry. Even though you didn't get <laughs> Every time you watch it, she'll start shuddering. <laughs> I'm like, I can't watch this episode anymore. Oh, ruined oh, it. I'm like, not going to eat corn on the cob. I'm not going to eat nuts. Like anything hard. Like, mm, mm, mm. All right. Which sexy Ken is your favorite sexy Ken. The this one where a- he's wearing the NBC um, underwear. Underwear for sure. Yeah. Is that the one with Pete? Yep. Yeah. The, the tag. Uh-huh. That's a great tag. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, but gosh. we have to talk about how they beat the shit out of Kenneth. <laughs> 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 Poor Ken. <laughs> 
And he's just fine. He's fine. He cheers with them afterwards. I know he hugs them. Yeah. So happy with it still around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> and it's then so that's insane. when Pete has that great line too. He's like, it's too early for this. I haven't even had my first cup of wine. <laughs> right? Which is the first insight we ever get into Pete having a problem. Like yeah. That. He's got other problems. He's been building, now. but. We've <laughs> never seen him just straight up. Like, that's a that's such a Jenna line to say. But she would have said, like, her sixth cup of wine. But Though I'm wondering, because he always has that dumb yellow mug in every episode. Mm-hmm. That dumb, like, his kids made it. Like, is he Meredith Palmer, basically? I'm like, <laughs> oh, is that what he's having in this mug is wine every morning when we just see him with it? I bet it is. Maybe. I also love the fact that he's a wine guy. It's not beer. It's it's wine. Oh, he's definitely he's, a wine he's guy. He's definitely a red, uh, a red, red wine, wine, like a Merlot, like a little sad, yeah. like a little sad with a glass of red wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Pete. It's, <laughs> it's kind of the sad. It's I love as someone who only drinks red wine. It's kind of the sad man drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just sipping yeah. your wine. Oh, so sweet. His teeth get all red. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh goodness. See, I think my favorite sex again is his pants just flying off, mm-hmm. uh, just that with like so the hip funny. movement. It's so it, it is ridiculous. I just am like I just imagine like some PA sitting there with a the thing that just has to like pull it. <laughs> <Yeah. and> like, <laughs> <laughs> Which is the job I want. Right, right, right. <laughs> Please hire Pulling me. Yeah, a volunteer's tribute. <laughs> so this last episode, the storyline in this episode. There you go. That you got we've there. got Liz and Floyd has a call from Mr. DeBarber. And I always which, forget it was Floyd to Barber. I always well, forget and then, that. You know, there's yeah. this whole thing. I forgot about this. That I think it was on IMDb that they said when Floyd first meets Jack. So many, many, many episodes ago, Jack states that the only man he's ever known named Floyd was a Korean barber, and now Floyd's last name is De Barber. Oh, it's just kind of funny. Um. Okay. So the world building is so <laughs> dumb. Right. Yeah. Right. So Floyd is in town and just calls Liz to get together and she can't get together tonight. Sure, let's get together tomorrow. He's like, I'd like to get together for them, but you know, whatever. Oh, continue. No, continue. You sure? Yes, continue. Did I miss something? No, 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 no. You didn't miss something. I'm I'm just curious. How should he have handled this? Oh, I know we're hitting I, some silly territory right oh, now, but I, I want to know because this was I, terribly he, he handled. He should have said something. Like, I am all for, like, let's have a conversation in person that I think that that's the time to have that let's conversation. Let's really break this down. But... If you can't, you need to have the conversation anyway. Like, I've literally had this, this conversation with breaking up with a guy before where I text, like, hey, can we get together tonight? And he's like, and why? That sounds bad. But, like, I'm like, oh, because we need to talk. What do we need to talk about? I'm like, no, let's talk about it there. And, like, literally, like, forced me to end up saying, well, by the way, I'm breaking up with you. Like, Ooh, so and, let's talk about it tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, yes, you want to do it in person because you know that's the right thing to do. But also you need to have the conversation if there's a chance that they're going to find out about something ahead of time. Like Liz, fine. If, if who cares if she'd waited another couple of weeks to find out that he was getting, in, he was engaged, but literally like on television outside her office, of course she's going to find out. I think he should have, he could have pressed more like, no, this is really important. Or like, Ooh, can I at least just swing by if no, no, no. Okay. Let me just tell you over the phone. She's so the way. flirty with her. You guys are so funny because it's not <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you Don't really hurt our friend heart. Floyd. Okay, <laughs> this is a problem with you the should, show. I can't believe he acted like that on this. Crazy I'm really glad show. you brought this up. I'm really glad you brought this up because that's because a if very you've done fair that, critique. We wouldn't have a great episode to watch. It's a hundred percent very boring. True. It is a hundred percent true. Bring the reality true. back to the episode. Sorry, here. this is the problem. When you do this for two years, you start treating them yeah. like real people. I was mad um, at Floyd for a week because of this. <laughs> Freaking Jesus. Well, I will Jesus. say this. What I find really funny is Floyd is always such a heroic character in the show. He's like he is the boyfriend that got away and all this yeah. stuff. And I always found it really interesting that they do bring him back 
I'll say right after all, him and Kit Cannon got divorced and it was not a great divorce. Right. And suddenly he's a dick on the show. And I'm always mm-hmm. like, I enjoy this. Oh, you know, that's actually true because the last time we did see him, he was kind of an asshole. He becomes end. an asshole the yeah, moment yeah. they kick him off. And then the, the two, two of them got divorced. And then he, they kind of always paint him in like a not flattering light yep. on the show. I always enjoy that. That's, <laughs> that's really funny. But also Liz is an asshole when Floyd, like the first time you meet Floyd, She's a terrible person. She's, a ter- oh, she's trying yeah. to steal him away from she's the other woman. She's someone. Yeah. Yeah. An innocent yeah. woman. <laughs> That's very fair. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's just she still has a job. Her getting fired actually gave her a job because she got to come on the episode. <laughs> it's like, it's just so funny because like, I know we're not t- very talking about that episode, but like Jack sends her away to another job. Yeah. And so Liz gets what she wants, even though she's a She's a Go horrible away. person. And we definitely have like, we, Liz is not the end all be all great. Like Liz is human. Yeah, she's yeah, fake, yeah. but she's human. <laughs> she's a fake human. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what makes her so relatable. Like sometimes we do have those really selfish moments Absolutely. where we're just going to do what we and want. She to still do. gets what she wants. <laughs> <in the end. laughs> yeah. Thank you for calling us out. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> no, I just find it very, very entertaining, but no, the way this builds up, he is such an asshole in yeah, it, but, but he's also totally he's with her, the whole thing with the it goatee does and the like Chola that. eyebrows and like all that stuff. Like, but it's the thing is what i like about this i think this is something that everyone it feels flirtatious because we know the history but it's something that everyone has gone through where some people are just charming floyd is just a really charmingly well-written character right natural banter and they have the natural banter and it's not necessarily flirtation that's what i like about this we've all been in that weird gray area with someone we're like what is this yeah and Mm -hmm. you get really misled because that person's just being warm and friendly right and i like it that deep that deep uncomfortable thing we've all been there and it's it's like painful and interesting to watch that's okay that's true so it's good it's good it's a good story but also I was just like Floyd didn't handle this right no no he did not he did not that is true let the record show (laughs) also Um, it made me wonder like this is jumping way way ahead like does Caitlin know about his history with Liz because mm. why would you ask your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend to be a part of because she doesn't have the female friends because of her body I don't care (laughs) that joke is very funny to me because you know my bad. It's that's, true. That's like such a Sari thing to say. Is what that is. I know why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, because they end up getting married the same day. That's yeah, why yeah, Sari yeah. can't She's help busy. her out in her wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh gosh. So. They decide so all this stuff is happening where all of a sudden like she's like we're going to dinner here then and Jack is like didn't you get food poisoning there and she's now realizing like that was not her I like they do that really wasn't her initial intention it was right. like she just wanted to go there and then she's the kind of person who will just go to a restaurant even if it's made her sick multiple oh, times oh, totally, yeah. totally, totally which I totally. love about her <laughs> um, but in between her making that plan and them going to dinner she hears out on the pl- or she sees on the TV oh because she goes and says guess who called me and Frank goes the boob recall center. <laughs> The fake boob the recall? Boob, the boob job recall center. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also love that moment, too, because you're so... It's such a, like, glimpse into the reality of, like, the their writing, mm-hmm. sketch writing world, because she's, like we as an audience are invested in her love life but her employees are, are not her staff <laughs> is just not, like yeah. who are you talking about they never cared. and they've always been that with floyd when she broke up with him they were like was that yeah, who? yeah. they never have cared yeah. oh my god they're trying to write a show <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and by trying to write a show trying to go home and eat street exactly, cheese right, right, right. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all writing a show is subjective god i love frank no you're right though that is really funny i honestly the best things for me on the show are the writer's room when they get to be in the writer's room and when the pranks are in it like i love yeah. that room and I get really sad when we don't get more of them. With yeah. More of Lutz and Twofer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're my favorite. I'm like, always save money. Just stay in the writer's room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't need to go anywhere else. Exactly. Um, so they're they're at the restaurant now, right? So she, oh, so because he hears, she sees what's happening. They're getting married and they're trying to win a contest or whatever the heck. 
And so then they go to dinner and she's mad at the situation. So she's like encouraging him to eat the salmon, which who eats three salmons at? Okay. So I, <laughs> sorry, I, I, where is my this statement. going? No, I eat millions of salmon. <laughs> no, I eat so much salmon. I uh, was, I was watching this with my boyfriend and like he was ordering like another salmon. And I was like, why is he doing that? Yeah. Why did they write this? Who does that? <laughs> and he's like, and I do that a lot without realizing it. And he's like, they're probably going to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just keep watching it. But I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Turn it off. <laughs> like the only reason I thought I was like, what if it's like a like a hometown buffet situation where like they're not like real pieces of salmon. They're like little strips of salmon. All right. Like, rationalizing. Like, rationalizing. I was like trying to no, figure it out. No, he's drunk. He's yeah. drunk. Well, yeah. And then it turns. I, I just love that whole thing where it's like, oh, that's why we have so many drunk kids wandering yeah, around, yeah, around yeah. here <laughs> because the Jack. Glazed they write really great co-star roles on this show yeah. they oh, really yes. get right great roles for some some up-and-coming like want like want to be big comic actor to come and give two good lines mm-hmm. yeah. and i love i notice that about the show like a lot now and i really respect it I yeah like that a lot too. they give people fun chances to have a moment yeah but i just let salmon for everyone <laughs> and they all cheer <laughs> yeah also um, with that much sauce Anyway, well, now we're getting to <laughs> Who knows it. how much? Maybe well, he's he got been more sauce on for side. a long time. That's true. He's sensitive. Uh, he's I, I, can, I can't talk as a lightweight okay, also. Yeah. So this made me think. So Rob Lowe has two autobiographies, and his first one is Stories I Only Tell My Friends. And he's a recovering alcoholic. Oh, he's, and he used to be an alcoholic, and he's been great for years. But he ends the book, spoilers, with him talking about how like, he's like, I'm trying to figure out how to write this book, and I now know why. Because he's like sitting on an airplane, and somebody brought him orange juice, and he didn't know it was a mimosa. And he's like, and I just took a sip and realized that has alcohol in it he's like but i'm realizing like i was not drinking i like i can move on this does not mean i've fallen that sort of that and that i don't know why this just made me think about that that he's been sober for so many years and then has the situation where he was not trying to get drunk he was not trying to fall off the wagon or or in a horrible moment of you know a lapse of judgment or whatever like he was just eating dinner with the next girlfriend <laughs> but like it just it reminded me of roblo i just like him with hoda and kathy you wear yeah. so much makeup. <laughs> He's like, shut up, Kit Kat. <laughs> I love that. I also so love when they're lo- they're like, come on, Floyd. Like they they're like on a first name <laughs> yeah, basis with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so god, funny, Floyd. Oh my gosh! And then what he ends up saying, telling to Liz that like. Uh, he's like she's blonde she's alive like a deer not like a badger and then there's so many guys out there that want to be poisoned and yelled at like his thing like your life wasn't that bad with Liz Floyd like mm-hmm. you don't need to be so mean that whole like uh, monologue he has is so good yes she's alive like a deer she sniffs yeah. and runs and jumps and stares yeah. <laughs> She's not like a badger with her with the glasses, the glasses. and weekday sex rules. Yeah. <laughs> we have work in the morning. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> men who want to be poisoned and yell that. Oh man, <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, good night. Oh, God bless Liz. <laughs> but so that just ends with Liz apologizing, telling Caitlin it wasn't his fault. Um, also, what is Caitlin wearing? Like, I understand you're oh, a yoga yeah, instructor. I, I understand that you're hot, but like. I, get, I mean, this was 2010. Were belly shirts still that big of a deal back then? She's an ab model. She has to show what she's got. Oh, my gosh. What's the line earlier about the model? About how Kenneth is like, I have a cousin who's a something model in Atlanta. Or was that the last episode? My bad. That might have been last episode. Just kidding. He's got business model. She models staple, oh, yeah, staplers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about the best line in that restaurant scene mm-hmm. is when Liz says, don't drag my best friend TV. Yes. Into this. <laughs> oh, my heart. <laughs> it's so yes. true for her. 100%. <laughs> oh, 
oh gosh that is a great line i i love that so much <laughs> um and then her just like little oh that we learned that he got a tramp stamp which is yeah. also uh, how i met your mother crossover that was situation. a great joke him like my lower back is killing me yeah <laughs> so funny and then so high her up just too. final thing What's of being really like high? if you go on a cruise on your honeymoon may it be free of pirates and then <sighs> Audi 5000. <laughs> they do that really well. Yeah. She's always like, what did she say when he called her? Chow? And then, is yeah. that what she said? And she I, hangs up the phone. She's like, ah, what do I, why yeah. do I do that? Yeah, 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 they do yeah, that yeah, yeah. a lot. She's always, the, the, well, the first time she sees him, and I love, that's one of my favorite jokes on the show ever. She's like, oh, throwing around the old leather pumpkin. And yes. he's like, what? And he pulls out her headphones. She goes, you know, throwing around the old leather pumpkin. <laughs> she does it a second time. You had a time. chance to save She had yourself. a chance. She didn't. <laughs> She's always been this way with him, which kills me. Yeah. Oh, man. But it's our, so good. Aww. All right, guys. Any other favorite lines from this episode? Um, I loved when Ken, when Pete was talking with Kenneth about Tracy and Je- there's the whole, I have a Trenna problem. And he, huh? But <laughs> yeah, 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 I love the great joke. line of, I can't slap the brat out of them. And I feel like that will be my line when I'm a mother. Yeah. <laughs> that's can't a, slap the brat out of that's them. That's a glimpse into his home life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> another, another sad glimpse. moment. Yeah. Another sweet, sad Pete moment. Um, I really like it when, uh, I think he's telling Danny, you're handsome. He's like, so are you, Jack? I wasn't fishing, but thank you. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> so funny. Uh, this episode also just has, like, the B and C stories are so standalone, which mm-hmm. is always fun to see. Like, you like you could put them in any episode, Yeah, I think. And that's, like, and that, I think that gives a lot of room to just be super crazy and silly. That's true. Uh, most of the time, their storylines do, a pretty, like, intertwine a lot. Yeah. But in this, that's true. Like, the Jack, Danny one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's i hadn't even thought about that that's very true but yeah, so often fully. the storylines all end up intertwining by the end if not throughout and that yeah that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah the only time it's like mentioned is when jack talks about nancy oh not yeah, leaving yeah, her yeah, husband, yeah but like other than that nobody nobody's like overarching mm-hmm. plots are developed other than liz's yeah, yeah. oh gosh there's the whole thing about i didn't not <laughs> the dick cheney's website dickviews.com <laughs> That got me, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I love a Dick Cheney joke. Oh, Lord. I'm looking forward to that um, movie. Oh, and then her talking when oh, when Liz is at dinner with Danny, or not Danny, with a Floyd, and there's like, as a friend, in, or she, maybe she's talking to Jack, as a friend and former intercourse companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, she has such a way of making things sexy. <laughs> um, oh, and then just, for, sorry, you did not say your favorite line, though. Do you have a favorite, favorite line? Um... The, t- the TV line was for favorite, sure. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the best. It's best. a it's a great line. Uh, there are three Frank hats in this episode. We mm-hmm. have sort of loaded. Yes, I got that one. We have free parking and towaway zone, which is kind of funny because it went from free parking. <laughs> Actually, no, wait, <laughs> they're all kind of could be car related. The car mm-hmm. is sort of loaded. The car is in free parking and the car is in a towaway zone. And he also says, why did I waste so much time decorating hats? Then he's like, but I'm leaving my hat <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Those oh, men are friend. so sad. This is just a really fun episode. Yes, it, it is was. a fun episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Um, season four, I just, I love how much the show is in the swing of yeah. what it is and where they're taking Liz yeah. as a character. <laughs> <laughs> not I as like a real it. person no <laughs> not because they are not real <laughs> yeah what if this is like how we're like we're going, you're like they're not as real. we were doing i'm like we're taking this far but the thing is we always take it too far we do we do you guys should write fan fiction or like a spec script where 
Floyd just does everything he should have done. Right. It's the most you were boring a good guy, episode. You <laughs> it's not totally funny. Boring. But they live happily ever after in <laughs> Cleveland. I like I get her like anger at that one point though where she's like you wouldn't move to like you wouldn't stay here for me, but be, like I I get like the her I, it hurts. Yeah. Is justifiably that upset. was a good line, yeah, because that's you because that's the truth. He just yeah loves Caitlyn, yeah, yeah, and and I also don't blame Floyd for like Floyd shouldn't have like never left Cleveland and get, like I she is justifiably upset, but also like Floyd didn't do anything wrong in that sense. right. Right. He did other things wrong this episode, but him he handled things incorrectly. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. That's all. <laughs> Profound. I had a thought and then I lost it. I, I, I just like this because Liz's love life is always very... It's not just... Look, okay. I hate a show where they like establish... They kind of do this with Jack's love life a lot where they're like, oh, they're great together. They're great together. Break up. Mm-hmm. They're, great to get to, they're great together. Oh, it's cute. Break up. And she has these really again, complicated never, yeah. love lives where it's like fraught and you know, there's always these weird issues and there are, there are like when they bring on, there's certain boyfriends in the future they bring it on you're like, oh, that's a very famous actor. He will not be staying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. going to get married. Cool. Great. This is going to be fun. But like, I really love yeah. this Floyd storyline because it's really fraught and painful. I think a lot of us have that like romance or that what if moment yeah. that makes you relate to that. Yeah. And I like that they dig into that in a com- like in this comedy because it hurts. Definitely. It hurts to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this episode, guys. It's good. Me too. Oh, man. Alicia, right. thank you so much for coming. Of course. This was so much fun. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything, you know, that if someone's listening, I was like, wow, she's funny. Where can they can either <laughs> check you out or check some of the stuff you're doing out? Um, I guess my Twitter is Keytree, K-E-Y-T-R-E-E. I, I only update it, though, like once every three weeks. Perfect. <laughs> and then I have... um. I perform at the West Side Comedy Theater in Santa Monica with a sketch team. It is the last Wednesday of every month at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. So if that's ever a free date, come on by. Come on down. Yeah. That's fun. Cool. Um, you can find me places at Redhead Blonde on Twitter, Instagram. That's the only place mm-hmm. I'll add you if you're a complete stranger. <laughs> <laughs> at Kimchi Lucas everywhere. It's fine. And Very can- excited. Yeah. Nothing to plug right now. <laughs> and I mean, if you're going to follow us, you would have followed us. 30 forever <laughs> and you can find our podcast place someone was like i was about to but right. you were oh, excited yeah. about it so um you can follow our podcast places at talk 30 rock to me on instagram twitter facebook find us on your podcast places leave us a review send us an email we'll send you a picture mm-hmm. i have a question uh, sticker yeah is your email 30 the number 30 or do you spell it out we have both but oh smart okay. kelsey is very <laughs> on it yeah. so email said either yeah <laughs> Good but question. Three zero. Yeah, that's a very. All these people were like, never mind. Um, but no, I definitely did. That was, I have a, a friend who she got ma- her middle name starts with a V, and then she got married, and her last name's a V, and so her name is like so and so V, and then her last name. And she was very smart when she got married, and she all she got that, and then she also got her name, and then W A, and then her last name. So because it looks like two V's next to each other, I was very wow. proud of her when she did that. <laughs> planners <laughs> email tricks <laughs> come That's here your for next all podcast. your technology trips man i could do that you really should <laughs> i had somebody suggest to me the other day that i should do an escape room podcast when i I'm mean done. you've I done a like, million yes oh, yes really? i've never done one. Oh, i want to we're doing one after fun. this oh really um <laughs> this is this is an escape room tell you that? this podcast <laughs> is an escape the doors room are locked, the windows are shut. <laughs> i have literally done 16 escape rooms in the last 18 months 
Ooh. Kelsey has a passion. <laughs> Very for much escaping. So. For escaping. Yeah. <laughs> for being trapped. No, yes. one, <laughs> no one trying to kidnap her. It will not go well. For She'll you. love it. <laughs> I know. She'll be a willing. But, but also don't come get me. <laughs> <laughs> she also listens to My Favorite Murder, so she's kind to I be know, afraid. I'm, can I please say, this is not Third Dark related, but on the last episode of My Favorite Murder, the ending of it, Karen talks about how she opened for Flight of the Concords in Denver, mm. and she bombed. <laughs> um, but she talks about like meeting them and that sort of thing. And I oh, thought that you God like bless that. them. I love them And they so said there's a new movie did you watch it already? there's a new comedy special coming out in the spring right but there's also a movie that's currently on netflix that's it's not fly the concords it's um it has jermaine in it though i think they said oh i've seen something this. about vampires oh what we do in the shadows yeah i have seen that many times <laughs> okay cool it's in my top Maybe five new, i love that movie thank you so much for joining us alicia yeah, thanks, guys all right oh, i just dropped mimosa on me <laughs> <laughs> your life is very difficult <laughs> the struggle i know anyway all right all right bye thanks for coming, alicia. bye bye <laughs> and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.